welcome to another episode of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max Max and Nikki. This episode, uh, we're going to talk about syntax and grammar and our preferred approaches to correct syntax and grammar. Usage. Usage. I mean, it's not even our approaches. It's what is the correct approaches, I mean, in general. Well, I think what Nikki's trying to drive at is, you know, obviously if you're speaking common everyday tongue, um, you know, your grammar is not going to be perfect and nobody cares really. But But I guess what he's trying to say is, is, if you're going to attempt to sound correctly, speak correctly, then do it right. And I mean, I know Max is not as much as I am, but I'm kind of a stickler for when people use incorrect syntax or grammar. um, When they're attempting to try and attempting to to seem smart. Or or when they're attempting to speak correctly. Yeah. And um, I guess we'll just get right into it. I mean, the biggest offenders of that are people who say you and I as opposed to you and me when they mean to say you and me instead of you and I or any variation on that, like he, he and I or he and, you know, him and me. Um, so an example would be... Um, He's going to go to dinner with... You and I, right? Which is which is incorrect. incorrect. Um, and the correct way of saying that would be he's going to go to dinner with you and me, because I mean I know this is just English one hundred and one, but um, if you're going to basically we're we're basically talking about our pet peeves, so, right? Or our uh, pet peeves. When it comes to uh, and I know this may correctly. seem sort of pretentious or something like that, but you know as Fraser Crane once said, I don't do it to be popular. Yeah, um, I know. But okay. it's not even it's that. Not it's about, not even, it's, it's not, not even about, about being pretentious. It's right? not even about... It's, it's just more like it's the a, pet peeve lies within somebody that is, is trying, trying to, seem, to pretentious. seem pretentious or who seems a little pretentious by trying to be correct in their usage. But so then they come off when as, people say uh, um, he's going to dinner with you and I, that sounds like they're trying to use the correct form of using the word I. And it seems like they don't actually realize that the correct usage would be, he's going to dinner with you and me. Um, because if you think about it, if you took out the you and the and, you wouldn't say he's going to dinner with I. You would say he's going to dinner with me. Um, and it's just well, it's that simple. And that's English 101. And we all know it, but people s- try to sound smart or kind of... They try to uh, sound a little more... Ignorant, a little loftier. Ignorant they, people. They, sound lo- they, try they try to, to sound loftier. They try basically. to sound lofty by saying you and I, but it just comes across as ignorant and they don't actually realize how kind of stupid they're sounding, actually, um, because they actually meant to say you and me. Now, I much... I, I would much rather prefer them to always say you and me in any context, even if it's supposed to be you and I. Um, if you're speaking in a conversation, I don't care if you're saying you and me. 
um, because right, that just does to, sound more conversational. We don't or, care or even me and you because you know I'll say me me and Max. You know, I mean the correct way of saying that would be Max and me. You know, but I know it, but it doesn't even. We matter just want to make right just to make it clear again. We don't care when people when we're speaking colloquially or you know we do we don't care about correct grammar on everyday language. It's just so happens when you're trying to speak correctly, we care about the correct usage. Exactly. And so if you just use me all the time, even if it's not technically correct, I prefer that because it sounds more conversational and it's not like, it doesn't sound like you're trying to sound correct. You know, it just seems more natural. Other things that bother me um, when people try to sound lofty or, uh, you know, try to sound smart, pretentious, and they end up kind of coming across as less lofty or less smart is, um, and I know this sounds ignorant, or this sounds pretentious in and of itself, but when people use the passive voice as opposed to the active voice, specifically in writing, um, well, let me explain what the passive voice is and the active voice. Passive voice is... Passive, there's a, there's a very pop, uh, very... A uh, notorious example of it is uh, Richard Nixon when he said mistakes were made. That's uh, an example of passive voice. He basically it's, was trying being, to evade blame, which is actually himself. So he's he's saying, literally being passive about it. Right. He's not. He's, he's not, not taking making, responsibility. Basically. So um, if he were taking responsibility of it, he would say, "I made mistakes," and therefore, for he would be the subject that is doing the action as opposed to the action being done by right something and so active voice would be i made a mistake exactly and uh you know people do this a lot in 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 writing in trying to attempt to sound smart in their writing they'll say they'll say okay go ahead let me explain they'll do things like um you know the the basketball was brought by. Oh, uh, come so, on, I'm, man. so I'm trying to think of something. Uh, the basketball was shot by the best player in the world. Instead of saying the best player in the world shot the basketball, I, I don't know. That's not a good example. That's not a good example. But oh, people will say it is said that one may not know the answer to life or something like that. But it is said that. Saying that sounds pretentious and not confident in what you're writing. Uh, a better way of saying that would be nobody knows the answer to the meaning of life, or nobody knows the meaning of life. Um, so it's actively taking responsibility for what you're writing. And again, it's not being shy. or it, When you use the passive voice, it makes you come across as not confident in what you're writing. In my Basically, uh, a theme amongst a few of our actually our episodes is uh, we don't like it when people show a lack of commitment to lack of commitment. You should really be committed to you know what you're doing in anything really in you life. Know? If you ever find yourself not committed fully, then perhaps you're in it for the wrong reason. Or now, by the way, just to in anything in life, just to. Uh, Go a little bit further on it. I do think, though, the passive voice can be good for certain things. Not, if you're being not, diplomatic about something, you okay. may want to use the passive voice because 
having the active voice is a little bit too forward. And sometimes right. in a diplomatic situation, you want to smooth things over a little bit. By Hence Nixon saying mistakes were made. No, he's but not trying to sound diplomatic, but that's a not a good example no, of okay, using Nixon because everyone knew it was his fault. He he should have accepted responsibility. That was actually it. That's why I said it's a notorious example because people, that was a bad, he, he shouldn't have done that. He should have, the, gr the gracious thing would have been to actually accept responsibility. I'm talking about, you know, um, maybe you're trying to smooth things over with somebody that uh, maybe wronged you, but you actually are trying to take it upon yourself to, uh, to smooth things over with them and you're trying to not place blame on anyone. And it might be better to use the passive voice in certain situations. Or, you know, if a diplomat, yeah, like you, or even you a know, diplomat, with, you could say, like, trying to feelings were hurt, and um, instead of, you know, I know I hurt your feelings. No, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, that's sorry. That's you always not, want to accept, I, I know, I, I, I'm No, I'm you could say, like, things. if, basically, if you're saying you hurt my feelings, you do want to be open with somebody, but sometimes, let's, okay, here's an example. A, a like, way to not come across as so strong would or be... If sometimes you might come off as being a little too much of a jerk or something. Or if you're negotiating, if countries are negotiating with each other, you know, you want to be diplomatic about it. And so, uh, you know, using an active voice might seem a little too much, too forceful in the negotiations. Right. And the instead negotiation saying, might not happen. In, instead of, of telling somebody, you hurt my feelings, you might want to say, well, my feelings were hurt. You know, it, it's not exactly coming off so strong as placing blame on that person that hurt your feelings, but it does make them aware that your feelings were hurt and you feel bad about a situation. They're, and then they're more likely to maybe empathize or sympathize. Right, exactly. Anyway, I don't know why we're, <laughs> we're explaining how it should be used. Well, no, I mean, it, hey, you know. no. Um, but the point is, it, even if you choose after all this that you want to use the passive voice, Especially when writing something that's going to be published or turned in in class, an essay or article, um, make sure to remain consistent. If you're going to use the passive voice, use it for the whole article. Use it for the whole essay. Don't switch off between active and passive voice. Um, if you're going to use the active voice, on the contrary, is don't switch off and use the passive voice sometimes because... That also shows a lack of confidence, and it also makes the essay or article not flow very well. This episode is sounding like a tutorial on how to write essays, or on, it just sounds like I know. Okay, a, a, an English class or something, right? But um, and anyway, so basically, those are the kind of the kinds of things that annoy us with bad syntax and grammar. Although I do want to kind of just touch up on just a couple things that do annoy me that do make me seem pretentious, um, and but people are not aware of. I know this is a pet peeve for a lot of people, including me, is when people misuse the words your, when they say... You mean when spell, they, when, when they're they spell, what When they mean, um, especially in text messages, people do this a lot, um, they mean to use Y-O-U apostrophe R-E instead of Y-O-U-R. Um, I mean, I, I know this is a common thing. I, I, say, I it annoys I gotta, me. I, always I know Nikki annoys Nikki. I'm not really annoyed by that because it's an, really an understandable mistake, actually. It, it really is. I mean, 
people are, you know, they're human, you know, they're fallible, you know. Uh, I, I just, I, that's not really a pet peeve for my, myself, Max. I just think... For me, Nikki, it is. I, especially in a text, you're writing fast, and it's like, sometimes you just, your head doesn't go there, and it's like you messed up, you know? I mean, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Um, and there's a couple of other ones like that, but I mean, they're not as big of a deal for me. Uh, I mean, I would say, like, I can understand it more if you're... If it was something final that you wrote, like for your advertising event, an event, you're advertising an event. Oh, and, but and, here's, and here's the thing send, is somebody that I know, um, they were going to put out, granted, it was just an article just for the internet, but they, it was a comedic piece for the internet. And they said your, Y-O-U-R, instead of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, in a sentence and they meant to do Y-O-U apostrophe R-E but by kind of publishing it on the internet and not not looking it over it makes me think that that person didn't realize and that is a pet peeve of mine when well, people no, don't it's even not realize that. I think it's I think it's more of laziness too it's uh, again lack of commitment to your work I think you should really always look it over before if you're publishing something you know if you're and whatever you're doing, if it's you take it seriously, show commitment. Oh, and here's okay. There's actually a very popular book right now. It's going to be made into a movie. I guess I'm not going to name the title of it, but it takes place in the near future, and um, you know Steven Spielberg is making a movie out of it. And you look at this book, and I've read the first chapter of it, and there are so many just grammar, syntax, spelling errors in it. And it's almost as if, was there an editor for this book? And it, it makes me think that there was not enough commitment put into this this work that maybe has in become the, really popular. Maybe in the near future, uh, people won't look, <laughs> uh, they don't care about syntax as much. I guess not. It, it was really <laughs> annoying. It was know. like, gosh, uh, I could have done a better job at editing this you know, thing that is a New York Times bestseller than the person that actually edited it. It was, it was frustrating. Um, anyway, the point of all this is if you're writing or speaking in, in any context, don't try to come across as smart or intelligent by actually using the wrong syntax or grammar. Don't attempt to sound smart. And then if you don't actually know the actual rules of grammar, of correct syntax and grammar, what you should be doing is just speak how you normally would speak, write how you would normally write if it's just a casual situation. And people won't think you're ignorant or anything like that, or I won't think you're ignorant. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I don't uh, know. I suppose uh, maybe you can put that in. in I guess a what Nikki's way. just trying to say is that you know, just be yourself. That's just the best way to be, be. yourself and commit to yourself, um, right? In however way you would naturally speak, in however way you would naturally write. Well, I mean, the writing part actually—that's a different story. That's actually. a different story, but especially R- when you're speaking. You're- Unless you're uh, unless you're adhering to a specific style while writing, uh, you should adhere then to the correct usage of syntax and grammar. Right. Um, but 
And that's, I would say, is the final word, right? Once again, my name is Nikki, and I'm Max, and this is Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.